Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. In fact, this whole scene visually, now think about it, it reminds me a lot of, I wonder if he took it from that, of that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they come up the same situation, and they're in the trucks, and then he yes. goes, there's the bazooka, yes. and then he's like, Belloc! Yes, yes, yes. And he's like, he's George, what are you going to do? Blow us all to hell? Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I didn't think of that sort of thing. I just came for the girl! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot it! Yeah. Shoot it! <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So the gun gunfight happens again, and our guys are kind of pinned down, and they can't get through. And the Chinese guy runs. This, they're they're trying to figure out how to get past these guys, and these guys are not really. These guys are not in cahoots, from what I gathered, with um, Mike Tyson. Mm. They're just guys that are protecting their territory because they don't want anybody else's forces coming through their territory. Yeah. They were just basically the the odd man out, I guess, in this so far in these twenty minutes. So they're trying to figure out how to get past them, and the woman says, the white woman says, "Do you have anything with a UN symbol on it?" <laughs> it was just like, "Yes, a condom. Let's show them a yeah. UN condom, and they'll let us right through." Because I was just like, "They already saw your jeeps. What difference does it make if you have UN?" So our Chinese guy goes through. The trunk of one of the cars, and oh, just happens to find a neatly packed in its original wrapper still Chinese flags. Yeah, and brings this brings it to our lead officer, and he says, "Here," and the officer says, "What is this? A Chinese flag? What do, what good will that do us?" And the guy just kind of looks at him and goes, "Oh," and then puts the flag back, and you're just like, "What?" Again, why would this African country have a Chinese flag, brand new shipped, in the back of a random military unit's truck? I tell you why, because it's during the World Cup. <laughs> okay. It's during the World Cup, just, and they're on the way to the local bar. <laughs> this is true. And he probably brought his flag with yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> Nigeria about to play China in the qualifying games. Just, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway... So, so the gun fighting uh, intensifies, and they don't know what to do. And the Chinese guy decides, screw all these African dudes. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm going to do this my way. He rips the flag out of the package and runs towards the armored vehicle and does, which was just kind of out of left field, a baseball slide to yeah. duck the bullets. Like, literally, like, sliding for home base. Which and he travels, like, five feet. Yeah, right. He's about five foot. From the car. Yes. Like, unless they are it's directly above the car, he's already in cover. It's it's literally the length of his body. Yeah. All he had to do was lie down. Yeah. A run was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Right. So he lies down and pulls up the flag. <laughs> and he starts to lift the flag above the armored vehicle, which the other guys just start shooting right yeah. away. And 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 the, the woman, she's like, Oh, no, I, I, I forgot the most important part. He goes, grabs, grabs the flag and starts going past the soldiers. And the woman says, oh, what? Don't go there. And the lead African soldier said, 
stop right now! And then there's another African soldier behind the guy, literally as far away from him as I am from Sean now. Yeah. And to let you know, I'm probably about two feet away from Sean. Yeah. And he's sticking his arm out, <laughs> and if he just kind of leans his shoulder a little bit, yeah, yeah. he'll he'll reach him. But he says, no, stop! <laughs> no, no, stop! Stop where you are! Don't do it! Stop! Uh, it, it's almost as if he was practicing his force usage, yeah. but it just wasn't there yet. Yeah, it was. It, it was like Luke in the swamps. Like I can't do it, you know. Yeah. And I was half expecting the lead officer to say, "Do or do not. There is no try," yeah. you know, because <laughs> it was just. It was just so lame. And so the Chinese guy runs... He's like, Jeffrey, we have been working on our reaching. <laughs> right. You, this is why you should have been at the reaching seminar. <laughs> That's right. Jeffrey, we all went to the same physical therapy. Why do your shoulder not move like my shoulder move? I do not understand this, Jeffrey. This is very simple. You could just move the shoulder. So anyway, the Chinese guy runs away from this... Half ass, like fuck you, effort of trying yeah. to stop him. Runs to the to the armored vehicle, does the baseball slide, and I mean, if this was like a, a, a Zucker Brothers film, like Naked Gun or something, a ump would have stuck his head out of the armored vehicle and gone <laughs> safe, you know. But it was just, it was just stupid. So he tries to lift up the flag, and they shoot <laughs> him up, and they're like, "Oh, what did you do now?" <laughs> And so the white woman goes to the back of one of the other trucks. And for some reason, they have poles back there that she puts together, like two of them. And it turns into this, like, ten-foot pole. Yeah. Two five-foot poles that she puts together. Turns into a ten-foot pole, and she tosses it at him. And it's such a lame-ass throw that it probably lands eight feet away from the guy. So he has to get out from cover to get the fucking yeah, pole. He had to travel further than the distance, probably twice the distance of what he baseball slid <laughs> yes, yes, to, g- to grab this to grab stupid pole. Ten pole. And, and that's the best part. For some reason, they were just out of range of the shooting and he wasn't. Yeah. Like that That 20 feet made all the difference in the world. I like the fact that, they, that that was good enough for the shot. Right. Makes you think like how many times did she screw that up? But eventually they were like, this will have to do. Right. <laughs> like, no, just try to throw it a little further. Oh, she threw it behind her. Oh, that You just dropped it that time. Oh, God. It was, it was like at one point the, the director was like, well, I, I think in Africa we only have 12 hours of sunlight, so I think it's best if we just keep that shot. That was, That'll do. That was my imitation of the Chinese director, by the Very way. Very nice. Yeah, okay, thank you. So, anyway, so, uh, so he grabs a pole now and mounts the Chinese flag on the pole, which I'm like, this is starting to turn into a Bugs Bunny cartoon. When they go to stick out the white flag and yeah. it gets all shot up and into the yeah, shape yeah, of a yeah. like hot dog or something, whatever it is. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell? And so then the guys up on, on the plateau fire a bazooka and it hits under the armored vehicle again. And this is enough for the armored vehicle to go tumbling into the ravine. Yeah. And it falls down and there's a big explosion and our Chinese hero drops to the ground holding the pole straight up, mind you, with the flag up there. So it's this flag, this Chinese flag on a 10-foot pole, and all the smoke and the dust clears. And yeah. he's lying face down in the dirt with this flag another up. another Looney Tunes moment. It's like when after they have pulled the piano or the anvil from on top of 
Wiley Coyote mm. like he's been squashed yes. and then they pull it up yes. and he's just left there flat waving with the, the flag, flag. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly Looney Tunes yeah and they start playing like you said it's a- the West Wing theme tune I'm sure it's <laughs> Da, 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 it's totally, da, 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 totally inappropriate to yeah. everything that was happening just now. It's this calming, inspirational music. It's like, what? No, this should be like, if anything else, Metallica, kill them all or something. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. not this. And the guys on the plateau, the, 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 their commander looks again through his binoculars and sees a Chinese flag and says, cease firing. It's... Chinese flag and all I could think of is like he's bringing dim sum and dumplings for us who ordered the Chinese <laughs> right it was just so just like what it's like so okay so I guess you make command officer if you recognize international flags good for you General Charles. <laughs> right so anyway and and our hero gets up and they're all like looking at him like wide-eyed wide while the inspirational music is playing and they're looking at him wide-eyed, and he stands up, and he's like, now all of a sudden he's pulling himself up like he's got cerebral palsy. He can like barely like balance himself. And it's like all he did was literally drop to the ground and cover his head. Yeah, yeah. Like there was there was no impact on him. Some dust fell on him. Okay, it was loud, but you know it's like the, he didn't get run over by anything. Yeah. He didn't get hit I mean, by he anything. He probably would. I mean, the real world, he probably would be just dead. A little shell shell shock. Yeah, he's temporarily, like, completely tinnitus, like a bazooka blew up a tank from him. Yes, He would be completely disorientated. Yes. But he wouldn't be, like, acting like he drank too much (laughs) sake at the bar (laughs) and was just trying to pull himself up the pole. (laughs) Right. Which is what he kind of was doing. It's true. Right. He would have just stood up normally, but would have been just, like... Maybe with some blood coming out of his ears, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, his ears Again, it was the Looney Tunes acting. It was. Someone who'd watched an episode of Wally Coyote was like, yeah, that thing that the Wally Coyote does when he's been blown up. <laughs> yes. And like, coming up like, oh. So, so, our, our hero troops get in their leftover two trucks. And the Chinese guy says, just drive slowly. They mount the flag on the back of one of the pickup trucks and they drive by this like gun nest that they got through. And as they're driving a little bit further up the road, two more trucks come and they're looking at them. And these guys are all wrapped in like uh, Arabic headdresses and everything. They kind of look like Somali pirate types. Right, right, right. And and so they uh, they look at him as they go as they drive by. And then the one guy sticks up his AK-47 and shoots into the air and apparently yells, because we get subtitles in Chinese, and he yells... How's it going? And he says, It's going great, my brother, our Chinese hero. And, and he sticks his arms up. And he's like, It's going great, my brother. And they're all like, Well, waving at him. It's like this inspirational thing. Like, oh, the Chinaman saved us all kind of st- stuff. It's like, okay. All right. And like we were saying, it's kind of like, it's funny and usual, especially for a Western eye, to see the Chinese flag come through as like this, like... <laughs> Bastion of humanity kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, they get through there and they go, I think at that point, they rescued, they they fixed the second tower. They didn't show them fixing the second tower. And now they're off to go to the third tower. And I guess they've had a little bit of travel time. They're feeling good about themselves. They got two towers fixed. And somebody says, we're running out of time. Again, (laughs) we don't know why. But for some reason, I, I guess 
the game is going to start in an hour or so, whatever yeah. it is. And so they get to the third tower, and there seems to be something like almost like a like a Bedouin camp or something. I see a bunch of women, and there's a little goat, and there's uh, I don't know three or four tents, and they're all just kind of chilling by this tower that's up on the hill. And as they get there, the upper half of the tower just explodes and collapses. And they're like, what's happening? What's happening? And they're like, oh my god, it's ruined. The tower's ruined. The people back at the headquarters going, what's going on? Is anything happening? And they're saying, oh, the tower's ruined. And they show the people around the diorama and a Chinese woman is there. And she goes, we're almost out of hope. And kind of swings her arms open to say that we're, it's, it's hopeless. Yeah. And as she does it, she knocks the, the third tower that's supposed to be there right off the table of yeah. the diorama, which I can almost guarantee was not done on purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. The actress just did that. And then they were like, like oh, she, symbolic. We're going to keep that in. <laughs> right. She knocked she the third at, tower she, out. Because she looked at the tower, but she knocked it over. She was kind of like, oh, shit, I'm <laughs> sorry. Kind of like, you could see her yeah. just looking for the director. But then, like you said, they were like, no, 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 keep rolling. Yeah, I love that the director even was like, she did that first. Yes. And then they were like, what an idea. We will blow up the third tower. And that would make sense of this whole scene. It's like they have so much money and so little sense. They're like, well, we already shot that scene with the actor and she tossed it over. And what can we do? Let's blow up another tower with the second unit. <laughs> and then that'll make sense of that bad take. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so we and this, this whole thing in the desert with the towers and the shooting and the whole everything... The more I visualize it in my head, the more all I think of is when I was a kid, our equivalent of G.I. Joe in England was Action Man. And it okay. was the same as G.I. Joe. It was a little doll, you know, dressed as army guy, whatever. And they would have these commercials on the TV that looked like the most awesome versions of you playing with the Action Man that anyone's ever seen. Where, like, you know, they're like, this summer you get Action Man. And they're in like a faux desert, like, diorama situation, but it's like all blowing up and. And he's like, oh, little Tommy's gonna have a fun time. And the whole thing looks exactly like this film. Like, that is with the, the yes. tower breaking and the, oh, no. That was like every. Uh, that was like every commercial for Action Man when I was a kid was, was this movie pretty so much. So this was kind of like a stroll down memory lane for you then. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised the guy who directed it has directed commercials <laughs> for Action Man back in the 90s. <laughs> so, so they get to the th and third tower is blown up and they're all frustrated. It would explain the dummy. It now I think about it, that was actually, maybe it was just an Action Man on the back of that thing. It's just a miniature. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So anyway, so they're all frustrated now. And the leftover troops that they have start searching because no one sees where this explosion came from. So they start searching the tents. And so the one soldier like sticks his gun in the tent and there's some camels there and there's a bunch of women. And our white woman does, of course, what every white woman does, is walks up to the little goat, picks it up with her white outfit. And um, there's one woman very obviously draped and covered in something completely. And she's like, ma'am, is this your goat? Ma'am, is this your goat? So, what, like, what so randomly. You stupid white woman. I'm like, this is the desert. And they're like, yeah, Bedouins. Yeah, there's a goat lying around. It doesn't, it's, you don't just go up to some point and be like, is this your goat? They're like, yeah, it's a fucking goat. Yeah. It's a desert and it's a goat. People don't have their own goat. Well, not only that, it's like, 
do you see anyone else here? Whose fucking goat would it be? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it's a pet goat, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> Whose goat would it be? Because it's like it's not like it's a wild mountain goat that you found yeah. here. Oh, it was this just is a wandering farm off. goat. I saved it. It was wandering off into the other part of the desert. <laughs> like, it was so idiotic because it's like. Aren't you one of the engineers that's supposed to figure out how to fix this freaking mess? Instead, you're concerned about the goat. So, she's doing that. And the other woman that she's sitting with is looking very fearful. Yeah. And the one guy is by another tent, which for some reason, he hadn't checked out yet. But the way it was shot, it looked like this was the tent that he was looking in that looked empty. Yeah. And then he has his back to the opening of that tent. <laughs> and then the woman turns around... The woman looks, and the person that's all draped up turns around. It's an enemy soldier. And he points a gun at the stupid white woman with the goat. And our lead officer sees him and just puts one in his head. Drops it like a bad habit. See, how, like, talk about, like, anti-diverse. You've got Yusef, who is the Bedouin transvestite, <laughs> just gets a bullet to the head. Just because he's a little different. It, it would be Yusufina. Get the, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> Terrible. Or maybe, actually, no, no. Maybe it's Yusufina wanted to be Yusuf uh, and no, just went maybe. the other way. I mean, perhaps it yeah. could have happened that way. Let, let's be open minded about this. There's something very ironic about someone wearing a full camouflage soldier <laughs> outfit and then putting a disguise over their camouflage. Like, I'm camouflaging over my camouflage? camouflage. Sure. That's extra depths of camouflage. <laughs> it that's is. Special that's special forces that's, training. That really is some stuff. Like, you, you, like one minute I'm Bedouin, and any second, the second I get to some shrubbery, you all, I throw it off and I'm selling camouflage. But again, as we already pointed out, they weren't in desert cabo. You they all, were in like jungle cabo. They were in jungle cabo. You only get that kind of training either in the SAS yeah. or, or like, you know, like some deep undercover CIA stuff. That's the only place where you get yeah, that Yeah, it was training. like some Pink Panthers. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So... So, our lead officer drops the bad guy, and our soldier who's searching the tents is standing with his back open to the tent, and literally, I shit you not, a Humvee comes barreling out of the tent and runs the guy over, which is like, how did you not notice a Humvee? Again, that's straight over Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they're like, it's a shop front, oh, and then it's a car. Yes, it's a truck, <laughs> right, right. It was like, how did you not notice a Humvee? I mean, the heat from the engine should have been at least noticeable, <laughs> or the smell of gas and diesel, at the very least. At the very least. So, so he gets run over, big battle ensues. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so the guy was standing in there in the truck, standing on the back of the truck on the gun in the tent that was just big enough to cover the whole thing. Someone, someone built that tent around the yes, truck yes. and the guy standing on the truck, like he was just standing up the yes. whole time. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was just. Why? At what point? They're like, just in case anyone but, comes around here. But wait, Yusuf, you get down there but, in your dress. But wait, it gets better. Hold on. So then. Tyson's t tank comes out of nowhere and they start dismantling our little troops shooting everybody killing everybody again <laughs> great stunt work really big budget there's explosions there's bullets being fired all sorts of stuff yeah they're doing crazy stunt like the guy who falls down the hill I'm like that's the guy the that got blown off the, the there was in one of the scenes earlier that they were showing I guess how tumultuous things were in the country where they showed a scene in the city and there's a guy like on the roof of a building a second story building 
shooting at people, and another guy comes from underneath and throws a hand grenade, and it blows him up. And the guy goes jumping off the roof and land, like literally gets himself tangled in the power lines <laughs> that are right next to the building, like three times over, and then goes to the ground. And I was like, that was some impressive shit. There's like, been some mix-up in the scheduling, and the <laughs> dummy got to the set the wrong day that the, 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 the actor did. <laughs> right. And they're like, God, this would be, well, we should have had a dummy for this. What happened to the dummy? They're like, oh, we sent oh, it to Unit 2. It's with the unit Oops. Two. Yes, oh, sorry. crap. Damn it. All right. <laughs> the guy turns up like, hi, yeah, my name's John. I'll be playing the uh, soldier on back of truck. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. well, John, we got a roof job <laughs> oh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, get, you get a $25 increase increase in hazard pay <laughs> so yeah so anyway <laughs> so the battle ensues and it's crazy everyone's getting killed all the soldiers are getting killed one by one uh the chinese guy gets into the nissan tries to drive away but he gets stuck um he gathered all the women that were in the camp for some reason tons of women including the white woman he gets them all in the truck and one of the women tries to climb on the bed of the truck he's waiting for. She gets shot. So he starts driving in a circle and basically drops into this, like, sand pit. And now he can't get out. Then he tell, yells at everybody to run out and get out. And therein ensues, the only way I can describe it is a Benny Hill chase. <laughs> because the enemy SUV, the, the enemy uh, uh, Humvee comes along and starts tearing after the Chinese guy and the white woman. Yeah. They're on foot, in sand, and the guy's in the Humvee. I don't know if he was going more than like eight miles an hour, the Humvee, <laughs> literally, because they were running ahead of it. And then he'd catch up a little bit, and so our Chinese hero basically shoves the white woman out of the way, and the Humvee runs him over, while e coyote style. Yeah. I showed us, oh my God, is he dead? And I, I already know where it's going, yeah. because of the cartoon efficiency. I said, no, Humvee's have a really high clearance so he just kind of fell under it oh, yeah, and yeah. sure enough they showed a Humvee in the distance and they point at our hero with a drone shot and he's literally face first in the dust kind of in a, in, in a chalk outline kind of <laughs> figure just in there and then he gets up and he sees all the soldiers being killed and Mike Tyson is shooting at people and one of the soldiers throws oh our lead officer throws a hand grenade Onto Mike Tyson's, he got shot. Yeah, and he throws a hand grenade onto Mike Tyson's tank, which explodes, and the guy up in the gun, uh, handling the gun, is dead. And Mike Tyson gets knocked out. Uh -huh. And I, I suppose whoever's driving the tank gets knocked out as well. And it's all quiet. Everyone's more or less dead. And our Chinese man, our Chinese salesman, gets up and he finds the white woman and he picks her up and he carries her and he hides somewhere. And then all of a sudden, the lead officer is on, climbs on top by where the tower is and starts calling for the Chinese salesman slash engineer. Says, you're our only hope. You have to help us. You're the only one who could do it. And he says, no, I can't. And he's yelling into the thing. Yes, you're our only hope. We're running out of time. Again, for what? Is it yeah. dinner? I don't know what we're late for, but they're just, they just don't have time. Then they show Mike Tyson wakes up. When he hears all the yelling over the radio, for some reason they're all tuned to the same frequency. Enemies and friends, I, that, which oh, yeah, yeah, boggles my mind. They're all on the same frequency. And Mike Tyson sees this and he, he grabs a machine gun and he uh, uh, shoots our main officer in the head. And our Chinese hero sees that 
and he starts like basically like falling apart. Oh yeah. And then Mike Tyson sees him and he gets out of the tank and he shoots him. And like we said all along, Mike Tyson is not on location somewhere <laughs> in Africa because he gets out of the tank and the green screen is so obvious. It's like one of these commercials for Route 46 Jeep Chrysler. <laughs> yeah. it, it's that bad. It looks like, hey, this is Mike Tyson reporting the weather <laughs> for uh, Southern Sudan today <laughs> for News 7. <laughs> well, well this, this, this is what I was saying earlier. It's, 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 it's really terrible the way, the way the desert, or, uh, the sun is very hard in the desert. It's very harsh. You might want to use some Thumblock 34 or something like that. You might... Right. It's yeah. that bad. It's literally... Think of the cheapest TV station you've seen with the cheapest green screen when the weatherman comes on. Yeah. This is what Mike Tyson is in front of. Yeah. It's literally done in someone's basement in like Reno, Nevada. I don't know where the hell it's done. And he starts shooting at our hero. Meanwhile, they go to the president and the president is trying to find out what the uh, situation is. And then they show the headquarters where they all came from earlier. And they're desperate. They don't know what the situation is. And then they go to some military camp that they kind of intermittently went to here and there. And they're saying, we don't have communications established yet, sir. And it's like, get the men ready for, get the troops ready for battle. Uh, and, well, all of a sudden, it sounded like John Connery came <laughs> yeah, with the battle. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. That's the only thing they were missing out. <laughs> I mean, Mike Tyson was doing very much doing a Hunt for Red October thing down in the tank. <laughs> in the tank, he is. If he just pops up with his short guard, he pops up and like... Hunt for red <laughs> Chinese flag. <laughs> so anyway. And then all of a sudden, like, the wind starts kicking up and there's sparks. And you're like, what? Oh, it's a sandstorm. And like the radio saying a sandstorm in a very American accent. Oh yeah, there is a sandstorm coming. People are urged to stay indoors. They, yeah, they turn the radio on on the vehicle. They don't change anything. The default station that comes on the first station. Well, seventeen hundred AM, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just comes on. There's no tuning. Perfect sound. Just like, ah, uh, yes, this day there is going to be a sandstorm happening right now. Yes, and it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> And they show, they literally show then a, a vista of a city, of an African city, and the sandstorm cloud straight out of the mummy. Like straight out of the mummy. This cloud was 300 feet if it was an inch. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And there's and and make a great twist if there was just a mummy all of a sudden. <laughs> well, well, and here's my favorite part: the mummy. <laughs> so, so here's here's my favorite part. So they go back to the headquarters, and how they're notified that the sandstorm is coming. The panels in their heavy wood door just pop out, and I'm like, wait, what? Which, I thought there was like yeah, they were getting shot at, and then like the wind knocked out the wooden panels out of a door. I'm like, but. I mean, if it was a tornado, maybe, but what? The, what? the storm isn't even on them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically where our 20 minutes ended. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It, I, I mean, the 20 minutes... Like, when, when I realized, because I checked, I was like, whoa, we're, we're 20 minutes are off. I didn't even realize, because it was nonstop, and there was so much just weird shit going on that we were just, like, really just trying to keep up. From what we can tell, the, the the plot is basically the same as if you just had, you know, the Verizon guy coming to hook up your FiOS <laughs> onto a certain street, but in the African desert, the with African Mike Tyson's soldiers after you. That's right. 
<laughs> That's literally what it was. It was it was it was Indiana Jones meets Valkyrie in Africa, like yeah. with Tom Cruise. That's what it was. It yeah. was, and then if you throw in Twister, Bill Paxton was the only one missing. May he rest in peace. I mean, it was just yeah. like. Uh, so, all right. Before we try to decide what the hell's going on here, why don't we review our food and beer? Yeah. Yes. Let's go with the. Well, let's go with Paula's soul food, which. Just right off the bat to start, I will say was absolutely delish. Oh yeah, very good. I had, uh, I'll start, I had a tangy mustard wings. Um, There's a bit much sauce on it for my taste, Uh so it was kind of messy. So if you get it, make sure you have a lot of napkins, you're going to need them. But however, that being said, a lot of times when they put tons of sauce on it, it just gets cloying and it doesn't, it's just like it ruins Mm. the experience. It wasn't the case here. The must, there, there was a definite mustardy tang. It was very tasty. It was spicy, but not like burn your lips like atomic wings or anything spicy, but just enough to kind of keep like a slow burn, like when you spice food right before you start sweating kind of stuff like that. Uh-huh. And that would travel too, so they weren't as hot or whatever, but even traveling, these were delicious and they were crispy even with all of that sauce on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were still crispy. Yeah. So that to me alone was a magic trick, Yeah. you know? Um... Had that, I had the cornbread, which was delicious. Their cornbread was very, very nice. And the collard greens. The collard greens were super, super, super tender. They were a touch bit on the salty side. But if I had collard greens, like with a steak, you know, because just like somebody like grilled a nice steak for me, that mm-hmm. would have been perfect. I wouldn't have to salt the steak or put any. It was great. I Overall, I mean, this is a place... And this is just wings, so like I would love to like your your whole dinner thing looked amazing too. I would definitely go back to this place. I would give this food, I would give those wings a four point two, because I thought it nice. was. I really thought it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah I, I loved it. I'd, I'd eaten there uh, the, the earlier on the week uh, for the first time ever, uh, just by a sh- surprise looking for this. I was like, oh, I've not seen this before. And uh, <clears throat> and it was great. And I had one I had then. I had a beef. I had a beef short ribs, and that was so oh, it's brilliant. It was so gorgeous. Um, but this time I had chicken, fried chicken. It gives you the option of dark meat or white meat. Okay. I chose white meat because my mom, my wife always goes on me that I like I like bad chicken and not good chicken because I don't like dark meat is bad chicken. No, no, no. The opposite. Oh. Like, I like white meat, and okay. she's like, oh, my wife hates white meat. Really? And I hate dark meat. How's so it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, I Thank love you. It. I'll be here all week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, but it was oh, super tasty. And considering like it was pretty much, you know, not cold, but it was, you know, getting on that way by the time I ate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the chicken, the chicken was great. The fried chicken was actually it was it was better than well, better than KFC is not hard to do, I guess, really. But it's better than I'd say it's better than Popeyes and like yeah, it was some of the best fried chicken I've had. It was, oh, the, it was the really wings were just fantastic. Tasty. Like yeah. the chicken itself was tasty. Like yes, I could tell yes. that they'd seasoned the chicken really nicely yes. before they'd, you know, fried it. And um, it was right. And I, I don't want to speak for your chicken, but like the wings, the meat itself was just super tender. It yeah, wasn't like yeah, yeah. it was dry and chewy or anything. It was no, it was perfectly fried. It was. It fantastic. was very nice, and and the batter, like whatever they fried it in, was really tasty. It was like really salty and really. Juicy as well. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, big fan. Big portions. They give you really big yes. portions. It's very yes. reasonable price. Yeah, that was got, a lot of wings. Yeah, I yeah. got mac and cheese and uh, uh, candied, candied yams. yams. Yeah. Candy yams great. Very Thanksgiving is like having you know 
sweet potatoes and yeah, 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 yeah. and the mac and cheese is great shared it with my seven month year old uh, yes. child she enjoyed it thoroughly well yeah, she enjoyed throwing it on the floor but <laughs> well she sucked on it a little bit yeah but yeah but she was happy with it I, I, she I, was I, she was she was very upset until we let her yeah eat, have eat, some have some some of the adult food yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so what do you give it I uh, I would give it a um, four point five. Okay, excellent. Yeah, big fan, big fan of Paula's. Yes, it looks lovely. Into it, you know, it looks like a nice place to go. Uh, if if I was around the area to go in person and sit down, like it's a cafe, so they have coffee and whole bunch of tables in it and stuff. So nice. Yeah. All right, excellent. And now for our 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 podcast fuel, if you will, Alva by Cypress Brewing, our Imperial Porter. What do you say, my friend? Uh, it was good. Yeah, it was tasty. It was nice. Like I said, it was a little unexpected for what I was expecting. Um, yes. It was yeah, it was tasty beer. It was, I, I just wouldn't call it a porter. I mean, you know, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know what technically makes the difference. Like, you know, what when something becomes something else. It's it's the malt. Um, yeah, but, but it, I mean, it doesn't... I don't know why it comes out not seeming like a porter. I don't know what they did to it. I don't know if they did it on purpose or it was like a, an accident, but... It was really good, so even if it was an accident, it was it was fine. Yes. Accident. Um, I just didn't think of it as a porter. Right. Um, but it was very tasty. You know, it was uh, again didn't taste the percentage like you know. No, no, no. Really easy to drink. Eight percent, but very easy, very light. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, no, very much so. It was good. I'd probably give it a. Let's say give it a. Um, I give it a four. Okay. Four out of five. Yeah. All right. That's 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 fair. Um, like you said it was completely not what I expected being a porter yeah Um, I enjoyed it Uh, like you said 8% easy to drink but it's and and I suppose that's part of like I guess the stereotyping right you expect the porter you expect the stout you expect a little more bitterness a little little more chocolate whatever it is coffee coffee, right yeah yeah yeah. Um, so yeah to me this was more like Someone made, like you said earlier, like a black IPA. It almost wouldn't surprise me if, when you said that it also came in a vanilla version. Yes. If, like, they made this at first and they got a bunch of feedback of people saying, like, it's really Maybe. good, but it doesn't remind me of, of Porter's. Porter, yeah. And then they went out and made the vanilla one. Yeah. Because I'm because wondering if they just, like, like went crazy with the citrus hops or something. And yeah. And like, ended up... Because you're right. This tastes more, to me, like a dark IPA. Yeah. Than than a porter. We've had one before, a black IPA on yes. the show. I remember, and I was like, a black IPA. What is that? And that kind of reminds me. It kind of yeah, and this kind of yeah. tastes like a black IPA. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, that being said, it's a very nice beer. I wouldn't mm. mind having a couple of these at a party or something like. You know, it's not like yeah. I would look at it and go or anything like that. It, it, it's a nice beer. Um, carbonation was fine. Um, if someone just gave it to me in the glass and I didn't know anything about it, I'd been like, oh, this is a real nice beer. Yeah. And I think that's what's coloring my judgment of it is that it's a porter and it's like, is it? You know, yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure the procedure for it, because, you know, you guys are into brewing, you guys do all this stuff. I'm sure it's a porter. But it's just, it just to me, fell a little bit short on the porter mark. Well, that's the difference. If I was judging this like we generally do, you're judging it like that benchmark usually if you were given it, if it was at a barbecue and you were drinking it, judging it on that, then it's like what I say, it's a four, it's good. But if I was judging it based on like if this was a show where we judge them as they should, like right. as a porter, yeah. how's this rate as a porter? Right. It would get very low marks. On the porter not, scale, yeah. It's just no. not as a porter. Like this is a three on a porter scale. Yeah. 
It's yeah, a, it's a weird hybrid of being a really nice beer, yes, but a, like a bad porter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So I mean, I, I give it a three nine because yeah. it's overall it's a nine, and I'd probably go for a four one four two overall if we're just going beer. Yeah. But yeah, because yeah. it's a porter, I'm kind of like, well, I'm kind of expecting, I, I'm expecting a little bit of weight. Yes. I mean, we're, we've been having the last couple of days unusually warm weather, but this time of year, we, we kind of lend towards like going towards the darker beers, the heavier mm. beers because it's colder, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I, uh, uh, three nine, which yes. is, again, this is hardly nice. not good. a good beer. This is nice. a very good beer, but it's, it's, it's a three nine. I give it. Again, yeah, back to my, my work Halloween party that was like a handful of days ago and I have the option of, you know... PBR? It's the option of like um, Yingling, uh, Coors Light. Oh. It's Yingling or Coors Light oh. and then like Costco red wine or white wine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, surprise, this will surprise you. I actually went for Coors Light. As my first drink. What? I know. And then and then I... And then you had a yingling and you thought you were drinking nectar of the gods. No, and then, no, then you... I had a red wine. Oh, and Just then you be... thought you were drinking nectar because of Because I've the... had the yingling before. Because I had this situation, not at the part... I think it was the um, at the, the, the summer uh, like camp with like a picnic uh, summer party thing. I had that. And they, they even though it's not on location, they still bring the fucking awful beer from work. <laughs> Like again, it's cause lighter, it's jingling. It's like Jesus, you've come, or you've, you've driven like a forty-five minutes from where it is to bring those shitty beers with you. Why couldn't you just? There's the place a, has its own beer. I, I think. Say, the brewer, there's got to be a brewery nearby. Oh, and 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 the first year I went, like I said the first year, the summer last year, I went and I was like, they were cause I was Ling. I wasn't that familiar with Yingling, still newish to the country. Right. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want cause light. I'm like, well, I've Yingling and drank like five Yingling. And by the end, I was just like, I felt so sick. I'm yeah. like, this is horrible. Awful. This shit tastes like I've been just, just licking the yeah. bottom of a barrel. I, well, I, oh. I gotta tell you, I'm. Oh, I, I, I gotta tell you, I am upset that you weren't here for the Fourth of July episode and you didn't do the four beers. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I tried the Budweiser and I was like, well, this is you know really a piss poor beer. But in terms of just like a refreshing, cool drink, okay. <laughs> and then we did the Coors Light. And Coors Light just, and, and we said it on the show. It's like, this is now I know why Bud Light outsells Coors Light two to one. Yeah, because Coors Light is just awful. And mind you, in college, that's all there was in the bars. Mm -hmm. We get a pitcher of Coors Light for four dollars. That wasn't an accident, yeah. people. Yeah. Just so you know, <laughs> a pitcher of Coors Light for four dollars. So, all right. So, all right. So we got uh, 4.2 and 4.5 on Paula's and 3.9 and 4.0 on uh, Alva. And what do we think is going on here with the China salesman? I will be the first one to tell you. <laughs> I think the communication line that they're setting up, and mm -hmm. I brought it up before, I think it's all about a soccer match that they have to see. And if they don't see it, the entire country will kill itself. Okay. That's what I think is going on here. What do you think is going on here? I think what's going on here is everything that's happened uh -huh. is what is going on in the head of Mike Tyson when he just like falls asleep on the set of The Hangover Part 3. <laughs> that's just... probably where they got him, you know. <laughs> okay. And he's just like, in my dreams I sound so different. You, you sound a lot different in real life too. 
<laughs> you sound like the B guy from from Family Guy. <laughs> I'm just the buzzy bee. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson sounds like he works on Family Guy with you. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's, that's not good. so good. That reminds me of a friend of mine who I work with at work. He's um, an actor. He actually. He's, he does a lot of voices and he uh, did a couple of he's done a bunch of voices for the Grand Theft Auto games over the years oh nice um, that's fun yeah and he did a whole bunch of weird jobs but another thing is he used to do a bunch of voices back in the day for Celebrity Deathmatch oh, on fuck. MTV yes, he was yes, one yes. of the main guys he used to do loads of them oh, that's great and I think he told me he did Mike Tyson before and this guy he's like an Irish guy he's you know big white Irish guy yeah, yeah, did yeah. Mike Tyson but he said the funniest thing was he would he would always get given the celebrities who don't have really recognizable voices. Right. His job would be, they were like, okay, this match is going to be, um, is going to be blah, blah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and we've got him, the guy who does Steve Austin great, versus Robert Redford. <laughs> you, you don't go away, you're going to do Robert Redford. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Hi, <laughs> to, I'm Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah, has to go and study Robert Redford. Like, he has no accent. He has nothing. There's, nothing. It's just a voice. <laughs> like, just much. go to Booth and be like, ow. Uh, I'm going to punch you now. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it. Nice. That kind of reminds me of that, yeah. Okay, so, so, all right. <laughs> so, soccer game, and what's going on through Mike Tyson's head uh, on the set of, while he's napping on the set of, uh, of Hangover 3. Yeah, that's what I think. I, works for me. Yeah. And Steven Seagal made absolutely no appearance in our 20 minutes. No, so it's a little bit full. It's a little bit uh, Air Force One ish going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he may have, like I said, he may have been involved behind the scenes. No, not Air Force out. One. We, we, we determined it's not Air Force One, and I forgot to look up the stupid movie. Uh, Air Force One was the one with Harrison Ford, oh, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the other one with Kurt Russell, whatever that one is. That Steven Seagal was like in the first like 20 minutes of the movie, yeah. if that. Yeah. That was like his last, I think that was his last like legit mm. movie. Maybe Under Siege 2 came out after that. But not like Under Siege 2 was really legit, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... All right, folks. Well, that's episode 47. Uh, China Salesman is the movie. Uh, Pola Soul Food is the food place. And Alva by Cypress Brewing out of Edison, New Jersey was our beer. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya.